You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Ally. They may not be able to help you hit your mile splits, but Ally can help you plan for the future. Explore all the ways you can map out your financial goals with Ally at ally.com. Ally, a proud sponsor of the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and athletes everywhere. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. Have you ever wondered where the technological innovations that you see at the hospital come from? From x-ray machines to teledocs to the machines that look like they're straight out of a sci-fi comic book, modern medicine is at the cutting edge of technological advancement. But who thinks up all of those things? Well, we've been wondering the same thing, so we're here learning more about where these fantastic ideas come from. Today on the podcast, we're joined by Paula Kranz, the executive director of the Novant Health Innovation Lab that has recently opened in Uptown Charlotte. Welcome, Paula. How are you doing today? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm doing great. Yeah, D.C. Lucchese along for the ride this morning. How are you doing, my friend? I am feeling good, sir. Thank you for having us. Excellent. Paula, let's start. What is the mission of the Innovation Lab? Well, we have a pretty um, broad mission statement, but it's very exciting. So our goal is to focus on business transformation through purposeful exploration and implementation of new product services and processes. But really what we're doing is unlocking human potential to think boldly and relentlessly drive our team towards the pursuit of a healthier world for all. That sounds wordy, but it's really, um, in a nutshell, it's exposing our team, and by that I mean Novant Health employees, all 40,000 of us, uh, exposing our community, so the Carolinas, and exposing the the global healthcare uh, world to what's possible. Like, what are the cutting edge things we can do to really push the envelope in healthcare, healthcare to improve access for all and quality of care for all? What does that mean on the ground for a uh, for a patient or a consumer or client, however you want to phrase that? What does that mean for them? Well, that's a great question. Um, we do focus quite a bit on patient experience. Um, so that means, obviously, an improved outcome. We don't want you to have to come back to the hospital after some kind of intervention, right? We want sure. you to feel pleased with your experience, feel like you were trusted and respected, that we understand who you are, you are that we're, we're providing precision health care, so not one-size-fits-all health care. Um, I think for patients and clients who come into our, our innovation lab, they're seeing that we are thinking outside the box. Most of our innovation team members are not from healthcare. We come from telecom or Toyota, or in my case, Military Special Operations Command and the FBI, right? So we know how other organizations um, think about these problems and try to approach them in innovative ways. And we bring that to our patient experience. I think the average patient gets excited knowing we're not just doing business as usual as well. So for example, um, we're launching a 3D printing program. Instead of just waiting until we cut open somebody's knee for knee surgery, we are doing, we're taking images of that knee and 3D printing them. Uh, this is a, a future state, but we propose to 3D print a customized implant that is made from them, perhaps stem cell printed, right, for them. So instead of just one off the shelf from Johnson & Johnson, we want to create something that's really unique. Your body has a higher chance of adopting it and you have a better patient outcome. That is super cool. And I know know, that's not a today thing, but that's still (laughs) super cool that that's even a conversation we're having. So would somebody know 
client, patient, however you want to say it, would they know that their experience has been touched by this innovation? Or would they, would this be like, you know, the silent thing that happens in the background that they would not even be aware of? Um, I love that question. So as I mentioned, I worked in the military and mm-hmm. kind of behind the scenes with government agencies. And, and my teammates there were silent warriors, right? You don't hear about successful intelligence operations. Correct. From that. <laughs> um, and, you know, you don't necessarily hear about some of the things we're doing behind the scenes here mm-hmm. unless we get a press release or I put it on LinkedIn or something. So um, generally patients won't know unless they're out looking for what's Novant doing in the innovation space. Um, but we're doing a better job at storytelling now, I think, just because it gets people excited to understand they may have a fear of artificial intelligence, Right. But we're using artificial intelligence to improve the triage process for some somebody who comes into the ER with a head injury. Now, if your head's not bleeding, I don't know if you've had a stroke or you got hit on the head by a soccer ball or fell down, you know, after a late night in Uptown. Um, but when we, not not revealing anything personal about um, we bring him into the ER and we do a head scan. Now, an AI algorithm can determine if, you know, who has the most urgent priority and get you to the front of the line for that intervention sooner. Previously, we have to wait, you know, rely on a, on a human, which is good and we need them, but they're looking at 20 other cases as well, right? So there, there gets to be a backlog. Um, so I think those kind of, you know, technologies, when we're explaining to a, a patient, we're the only healthcare system in the Carolinas who has this AI technology. It's going to make them trust the system even more. So I, I got to ask, like, What's a day in the life of Paula look like? Are, are you like sitting on a beach thinking up of these new, like unimaginable technological advances? Or are you communicating with customers or just reading, studying? Like what, how, how does all of this like, hey, I think we should 3D print somebody's, you know, elbow or something. Like how does all of this come to life? Isn't that how you think? Like, <laughs> Sometimes I do. I, out on my run, you know, there's a lot that goes yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, well, um, actually, I'll use that as a starting point. So I love the gym. I love exercise. I think it's a great time to reflect, plan your day, kind of think about you know different ways to disrupt. So um, I always start my day with some form of exercise and, and thinking. But in, in general, no day, no work day looks the same. And we like it that way. Um, I'm constantly doing market research on what are the cutting edge technologies being used in other industries, right? And how can we adapt those to healthcare? I have an MBA in health, health uh, innovation, by the way, from Oxford. And so spent, you know, quite a bit of time researching how to figure out those cutting edge technologies, how to do the desirability, feasibility, and scalability studying. So um, we host a lot of activities in our lab. We have community engagement activities with nonprofits that are focused on STEM activities. We bring in our team from Novant. Uh, we have various workspaces where groups can have conferences or offsites. We'll have an ex, uh, exhibits that are specifically for a certain team. Let's say we're trying to improve our patient experience. Let's bring in the patient experience team, bring in vendors who have these unique products and services so they can try them and vote on them and can see like if there's even desirability for it. Um, we uh, we spend a lot of time in Zoom calls, <laughs> just talking to people around the world, trying mm-hmm. to figure out what, you know, is there a product market fit for what they have? One thing I'm most excited about is a program we'll be launching this fall called the Membership uh, Innovation Exchange. And basically, we see our innovation lab as a hub where startups and vendors, venture capital firms, 
academic institutions, accelerators and incubators, and a host of other, um, I'll, I'll put this buck, you know, as demand parties, and they want to get into healthcare, right? They're coming to us and we're providing them access to subject matter experts on, you know, brain brainwave reading or something, or maybe it's behavior health, or maybe it's does 3D printing even work in a large healthcare system? What about if they're building an AI model, they need access to data, right? We have millions and millions of patient records, millions of images done each year. And so we have access to things that they need. So what we're creating is a space where they can um, basically embed in the innovation lab, get access to this, help us and our teammates get smarter on these technologies, help us be the first to adopt the technology and scale it across the globe. And really, you know, all that leads to improved outcomes in our community and improved outcomes um, for healthcare across across the world, hopefully. That's amazing. So um, that that just doing that ideation with our team and getting our team's feedback uh, is really important. Um, I uh, I also spend a lot of time out in the community doing things that are not necessarily healthcare related. So I'm involved in a lot of nonprofit boards and uh, women's empowerment groups and innovation hub in general. Just trying to help help move the ball down the down the field in any way I can here. That's awesome. I got to ask, are there, are there any um, projects that are in the works that you're particularly excited about without getting into uh, classified information? Well, if I tell you, I have to kill you. <laughs> this coming wow, from, a tough show, this man. coming from <laughs> the government intelligence community, I think exactly. she's serious. <laughs> She's like, well, hold on. Oh. <laughs> Well, I will say um, that Innovation Nexus is really exciting because it just gives us access to um, all these emerging tech organizations around the world. And we have foreign governments like the Israeli Innovation Authority, Nordic Amplify, Enterprise Ireland. We have foreign governments who heavily subsidize their entrepreneurs community. And those entrepreneurs and startups are trying to get into health tech, right? And we're opening the door to them and saying, right, bring them here to Charlotte we will test with them. We will create pilot programs. We'll do, you know, beta testing. Like, give me a, a thousand Fitbits, and I'll put them on nurses, and let's see if we can predict stress and burnout. And actually, Google has asked us to do that. You know, so we we That's have this. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, yeah. name it: wearable patches that can detect if you um, are dehydrated as an athlete. Uh, socks that detect pressure changes if you're a diabetic. You know, alerting us that you need to get some kind of healthcare so we don't have to amputate your leg. Um, glasses that can help you see if let's say you have parkinson's and these glasses can help you create visible cues on the ground so you step on the cues like piano keys parkinson's patients have tremors and, and difficult time walking right so this is an innovative way for them to see um, and navigate through their home improving their quality of life so companies from all over the globe are wanting to get into u.s healthcare right and we're just creating sure. an open deal for that and we've got to do that because Amazon's getting into healthcare, Walmart's getting into healthcare, um, Cisco's getting into healthcare, Nike's getting into healthcare. Everyone's trying to get a piece of the healthcare space because of the access to data, right? Mm -hmm. So we're trying to be the most innovative healthcare system, um, definitely in the region. I know we're smaller than other players, but that allows us to be nimble. Um, and we're trying to create that, that brand reputation globally as well. Um, so, so, so much. I, I have a question wow. for you about the data. So I, I'm sure you're sharing like a large pool of data in general terms. How does, how do you avoid betraying patient confidentiality or things along those lines and still use that data 
to advance the ball, as you've said. Like, hey, we're trying to, to move forward. Data is important for us, but at some point there's confidentiality in what that data provides. At every point, there's confidentiality. We, I am blown away by the rigor in protection of patient health information, PHI. I mean, I will say it's it's a, it's a higher standard than top secret information in, in the military. Um, wow. And that's because we're going to lose you as a patient if, if like we reveal you have some disease, right? Or, or you know, something I might have confessed in a, with my psychologist. I w- that would be devastating, right? Your private information is your private information. So we take it um, to such a high level. Uh, it's I'm really personally impressed with that, uh, personally and professionally. Um, but what we do is go to great lengths to scrub any personal information and, and anonymize the data, if you will. I will say we haven't we haven't been releasing any data outside of our walls. Um, that, but what we're doing instead is building a cognitive computing team who can use that data to build our own models. And we might partner with a uh, a vendor and co-create content. But you know they are they sign lots of non-disclosure agreements. They're legal, legally binding contracts. It's, it's a really high level of fidelity and, and scrutiny to get something like that to life. So um, I will say I'm really excited about that. I think that I'm very bullish about AI and healthcare just being doing this big data mm-hmm. studies, right? So if we, if we can look at 10 million images of breast cancer and understand and detect earlier, that's so powerful, right? I mean, yeah, I think, I don't, we probably all know somebody who's died of breast cancer. So the more more studies you've done, the smarter the algorithm gets. Um, you asked another question about things I'm most excited about. We are launching a metaverse, a Novant metaverse of immersive experiences. So augmented reality, virtual reality. In these experiences, you can go into the virtual reality headset and literally fly through your own body. So we're bringing in an MRI image or, or CT scan or x-ray and you can fly through your own body in that headset with your physician and they can talk to you about here's your spinal cord injury, here's the vertebrae that was injured, like literally pull it out, look at it in the headset, explain and here's the tumor we're going to take out, here's the plan of approach for going in. Um, I think that's going to really add to the patient education experience and yeah. the understanding of um, and confidence in their surgical team. Oh yeah, they do. it's, it's like magic reality. school bus. I mean... Right, I mean, yeah. literally, that's like yeah. Tim's like looking at me great. I, I actually, you can I actually, that lately. yeah, well, you can actually do that experience right <laughs> now. Uh, I'm sure you're probably aware of this, Paula. Um, you can actually take a tour of Tim's body by going through the Wendy's drive-through. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, like if you if you need some, uh, I don't think that was a HIPAA violation, but you're welcome. To, you're welcome <laughs> to check it out if you like. Uh, but yeah. that is really fascinating. Uh, now. I mean, you mentioned earlier one of the things that that I'm you know really uh, stoked about is the 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 devotion to greater storytelling around these innovations. How can a a younger person or an interested person who's uh, who just wants to know more about can they follow along? How do they do that? Yes. Well, let me um, put out a date for you. On September 27th, we are hosting co-hosting a um, open open door happy hour with Digital Health Institute for Transformation. And the focus is on experiential health tech and it's and it's free. You just need to register. And so basically you can come in and try on the VR headsets. You can look at 3D printed anatomy. You can see our hospital room of the future, which has um, emerging tech that we, it's a living lab. We literally plug in new technologies there for our team to try and test, um, but also for the community. Um, you may have heard of a 
focus on hospital at home and virtual mm-hmm. virtual care. Sure, sure. So we have a hospital at home set up. You can come in and, and try on things there. So that's September 27th from 5 to 7 p.m. at our facility. I generally put any kind of event we're hosting on my LinkedIn account and mm-hmm. tag Novantel. Um, we are getting ready to launch um, uh, some internal podcasts. So, you know, nothing to compete with you guys, but we'll hopefully <laughs> pivot that to uh, external as well. And I get invited to speak on panels a lot just mm-hmm. to talk about what our team is doing. Sure. And I think, you know, we've got a lot of big ideas, right? But communicating mm-hmm. them is the key uh, yes. to educating the public. So we also um, have an open door towards nonprofits who have a STEM mission mm-hmm. and want to want to bring in their kids to learn about this technology. We have partnerships with universities, CPCC, JCSU, and others um, trying to spark and galvanize that next generation workforce. So we do a lot of activities with the community because one of our missions is to mock is to democratize access to innovation. So call me anytime you want to come over. We host up to 100 people a week sometimes, and you know we're a team of two here in Charlotte. So um, it's we're we're relent, relentless about sharing this this space with the community. I want to um, talk more about that open house. I'm really interested in that. I'd love to come over and try some of those yeah, on. Yeah, but so where, where is it, mm-hmm. and how do uh, how do we connect with you and register for that? It's from five to seven on Tuesday, the 27th. And the location is. It's at the Inventus partners building, which is in uptown Charlotte. Okay. The address is five twenty Elliott street. And there is a, a parking lot next door that's used for Panthers games and so forth. So kind of free and open parking. Um, if you go to my LinkedIn account, Paula Kranz, uh, and just Google VP of innovation enablement at Novant, you'll find me. Um, I have, I'll have the link on my LinkedIn page and you can register there. K-R-A-N-Z. Yes, sir. No T. That's right. Wonderful. We're going to promote the heck out of that. We got the Lake Norman. I'll send you the link. Thank you. All right. Awesome. We've got the Lake Norman 15K coming up uh, end of September as well. And we're going to promote it through that event too. So, and it's actually the um, Novant Health Lake Norman 15K. So. That's right. Yeah. That's um, also, just incidentally, on the September 27th and 28th, RevTech Labs uh, is hosting an International Health Tech Summit in Charlotte. So our event is the um, evening reception after their first day. So there will be an exhibit there as well with Emerging Tech and then a p- multiple panel discussions on the state of, of healthcare right now. You know, you may think technology is like everything about innovation should be focused on technology, but we're actually looking at things that are not technology at all in our innovation space, right? So every healthcare system has a workforce shortage right now. How do we, yeah. we may be looking at technology to automate tasks. How do we repurpose and, you know, military nurses to now work in civilian healthcare, if you will, or create new jobs with different types of workforces out there. So um, their conference will be really, I think, exciting for, for our community. That's RevTech Labs. Fantastic. This is, uh, this stuff just like, it blows my mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's somebody smart well, thinking about guys, this. Yeah. I have a question for you. So um, I know you're, it sounds like you're sci-fi geeks and probably watch Star Trek like me as well. But what would you think to a nanobot being planted in your body if it could, you know, take care of cholesterol and do early detection of cancer? Would you be okay with that? You expressed some concerns about patient privacy, but how would you feel about something that could do this preventative health? <laughs> Tim, well, Tim's asking to ask if it can come in a frosty. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think that, um, you know, I, I, I think that if it, if it can make my life 
better. I, I, I'm, I'm not a medication guy. I don't like taking medications. Um, and you know, I, my, my heritage is I, my grandparents all lived into their nineties. One of them was, a in his hundreds when he died. And so I, I feel like, you know, unless I die in a car accident or something, I've got a long life ahead of me, but you know, I want quality of life too. So whatever can contribute to that without being bogged down on medications and stuff like that, I, I'd be fine with that. I'd be a straight up hard no on that. No, what, thanks. What's your concern? Oh, well, the, the privacy piece, right? Cause it's like, you know, I, I know that, I mean, and I'm sure Target probably says the same thing, not a sponsor, you know, about, oh, man, you know, we protect every bit of your credit card information and this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, guess what? How many times have I had to get a new credit card because of a breach there? It's like, that. It's like you know, the cheating is always a couple of steps ahead of the doing. So it's like, it's not that I don't trust the product or the system, but it's like, there you go. It's like. We were, but our, our family were, was involved in, personally, I'm way off the rails here, but our family was involved in a, uh, a data breach down at a healthcare facility in Florida that had nothing to do with nanobots. But it's like, oh, well, there you go. There's some very personal information that is yeah. loose. So, eh, well, but what about, um, is that an Apple Watch on your wrist? Oh, <laughs> I know it's tracking the hell out of me. No question about it. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Right. So, so you don't want something implanted in you, but you'll wear it and give them the same information. That's the irony, right? That's oh, I know. That yeah. it's, it's, it's delightful have to, like, and delicious it. irony. I know. But it's like, if I ever if I ever said, you know what, I'm off this sauce. I'm going to keep all my miles. I'm going to go old school. I'm going to ride my bike after I run to see exactly how far it was. I'll go analog on your butt real fast. Watch me. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. Well... You know, you, that's uh, um, the whole sports optimization. Um, yeah. I think that's a huge field for, for emerging tech. Wearable yeah. T-shirts you know, that can literally track Absolutely. those miles. Yeah. Tell you if you're dehydrated. Sure. It's a cool field. Well, there's lots of stuff. You're right. It's like, you know, if it's free, then you, know, you, are, you are the commodity. And I get that. It's like the more data you want to receive, the more you're, you're giving it up in spades. No question about it. But something that would be... Have you seen Severance? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. so, you, so you know where I'm at on well, that. You know, <laughs> probably a lot of us would like to check out, have checked out at some point in our life. So there's something to it. But right. you know, that same type of technology is not far from something that's being experimented with for people who've um, who've lost the ability to speak. So you, so there's a, a chip that can be implanted that reads a person's thoughts. And, and it can be translated onto a computer. That's um, so for somebody, you yeah. know, yeah. So think about the quality of life change yeah. for someone like. Oh that. yeah, so yeah, right, not, absolutely. Not for everyone, and I, True. you know, sometimes I wish my kids couldn't speak their thoughts, but. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, this is wonderful information. Yeah. Terribly enlightening. Well, come yeah. by and see us. Thank oh, you very count much. On guys, count on it. Count on it. Awesome. Paula, thank All you right. so much. Paula Kranz, um, she studied at Oxford, uh, military intelligence, now into the healthcare space. Well, Novon Health Innovation Lab, it's incredible, man. Novon Health, you so doing much. it to it. Good stuff. Well, I look forward to seeing the gentlemen soon. All right. Thank you, Paula. Bye-bye. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and our partners at Pinnacle Financial and U.S. Bank. 
Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.